what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We are on episode 59 of my little gaming show where once a week I just have to ramble about video games whether I'm reviewing a game that I'm currently playing, talking about a game that I grew up with from my past, putting up two games against each other are topics and they battle it out for supremacy in the Versus series. I got the Retro Backlog series where I go back and play through an old game that I never experienced fully. And yeah, so today on the docket I am finally going to be reviewing Horizon Forbidden West. I have been playing this game for quite some time now, and I have finally taken it down, and I am going to review that son of a bitch. One of the, probably the higher-end excitement-level games for me on the PS5. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn back on the PS4. Probably one of my favorite games on the PS4. And, you know, I know people, this one kind of slips through the cracks for some people because it's... It's definitely of the formula of that PlayStation game, your third-person action open-world game. And yeah, it definitely shares a lot of those similarities to other PlayStation franchises, but Horizon does some things a little bit better in some areas, and then some areas I wish it would kind of stay out. And we'll dive into that. We'll get all deep-like with the review of Horizon today. But before we get into that, let's talk about what I've been up to over the last week or so. And I always encourage you, the listener, let me know what you've been up to over the last little while. If you're into a TV show, you just can't stop watching it, let me know about it. I I like TV shows. How about movies? You see a good movie lately? Let me know about it. Don't spoil it. Just let me know if I should check it out or not. And, of course, let me know what games you're into right now. I don't care if you're playing something old, new. Let me know what you're diving into right now, and let me know what you think about that game. So, what have I been up to over the last week or so? Well, not a whole lot. I've been out of town for a few days, so and I've been really uh, catching up on wrestling, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to get into anything TV show-wise or movies. I've only been able to watch a handful of episodes of Reservation Dogs on to season three now. Love this show, man, and season three continues on. It's getting, it's really good, man. Like, I just, I love the characters, Bear, Cheese, like, oh, man. Really good, strong characters in that show. If you have not checked it out, highly recommend you check that show out. It's got a lot of just really good qualities to it, and uh, yeah, I highly recommend that show. One of my favorites that I've seen this year, and I'll be finishing off season three, I imagine, while it's got to come out and stuff. I think they're only up to episode five, so yeah, I'll be uh, staying in touch with that show. Yeah, other than Reservation Dogs, I have not been watching a whole lot of TV shows or movies, and in terms of video games, a little bit shallow there because I have just been plowing through Horizon this week. I wanted to get it done, and I also got like a second win with this game, so last time I talked about it, I was getting a little bit gassed out with it, but then I was gone out of town. I didn't play it for probably five to six days, came back, and just fucking re-fell in love with it, so yeah, I I just ba- I just could not put this game down. I have not really touched anything else. I played a little, little itty-bitty bit of Starfield. If you want my impressions on that, you can go back and listen to the last episode where I went through my first 20 hours or so with the game, letting you know how that's going. I uh, really can't report anything else on that because I haven't played it very much. It's been all Horizon time, so with that being said... Probably the shortest intro I've ever had. Let's go. It's Horizon Forbidden West on PS5. Oh, baby. Horizon, Horizon, Horizon. Whether you like it or not... I like this game a lot, so I know there's some people out there that don't like the Horizon games, we'll discuss that, I know it falls into that kind of PlayStation formula, but there's a lot of things about this game to really, really like, and when this game came out on PS4, man, I was kind of blown away, I also was a little skeptical, I'm like, oh, it really kind of seems like uh, a lot of other games that I played, but oh my goodness, when I got into Horizon... Zero Dawn, man, I just got immersed into this world. The mystery of that first game especially, I was just sucked right into the story. So I'll touch a little bit on the story of Forbidden West. There's going to be no spoilers in this review as always, but 
I definitely enjoyed the story more so in Zero Dawn, mostly because of that mystery thing. Now we got a brand new game, it was a brand new IP coming from the Killzone developers, Gorilla, and damn dude, I was um, really invested in the story of the first one, and everything was so new. I, I mean, yes, it's an open world game, and you got... Uh, you're climbing large towers or tall necks to scout out the world and stuff. It really did fall into a lot of that formulaic third-person action game of PlayStation. But damn, dude, the world of Horizon is really cool. It's your, it's in the future, but it's also like prehistoric. So the world has changed and not really going to go into it. But uh, now robots, basically giant robotic animals... Are roaming the lands and everything's kind of gone back to prehistoric ways you got your arrows and tribes and really minimal technology or not very much whatsoever in terms of the human side but we have these crazy high-tech animal robot things all over the place so i am super into the world of horizon and i think that's going to be the first thing we talk about is going to be the graphics because this is a stunningly beautiful game. I mean, it is on PS5 and everything, so we got the new-gen graphics and everything. I know your PC fans there are probably snickering and stuff, but this is a gorgeous video game. It may not be the best one that I've seen on PlayStation. It's definitely up there, though. Um, stunning game, man. Absolutely stunning. You got a whole bunch of just gorgeous vistas to look at. I mean, mountain ranges with these huge stunning fields of grass and the big trees and so many colors and the big thing with this one that is a little bit more emphasized in this game is the water I mean oh my goodness man going underwater in this game is just gorgeous you're seeing the the stunning coral reefs and the beautiful just underwaterness of the world in horizon I mean you oh it is just absolutely stunning the first time I went underwater and I could like really get in there and you know not have to worry about my breath and I can really just go down and explore down there very very pretty game and of course without really spoiling anything there are some really awesome set pieces that you are going to see that will be familiar to us humans playing this game when uh, you get to these places in the desert you start to see some very very familiar things and that area of the game is Oh my goodness, absolutely stunning. I'll say this time and time again, I am a huge fan of neon colors. So if you got neon anything, it's probably going to look amazing. And yeah, that was, I would say, yeah, that's my favorite place in the game was uh, in the desert there. Not the desert part, because obviously the desert is fairly limited. It's very sandy and, and not a whole lot going on right there. But oh baby, there is definitely a little some something for you waiting in the desert. If you know, you know, but holy shit, man, when we got there, that was uh, drop-dead gorgeous for sure. And it's got a touch, like, it's mostly prehistoric, but it's got a little touch of that post-apocalyptic, -apoc if you will. Hard word to say, but it's got your ruins, and you're going through all these just destroyed buildings, and, and tombs, and caves, and stuff, but I really enjoy the way that they crafted this world in that prehistoric looking way that what the world I would imagine look like if humans went away for a few hundred years you know the grass is growing over roads and buildings were overtaken with trees and bushes and stuff it just looks more I don't know primal and way old school like I only I can only imagine what the world looked like a million years ago but there'd be a lot more green and a lot more nature and of course you've got a world filled with these very big to small to fucking ginormous creatures in them and these things are fucking sweet so a lot of them are similar to the or the same creatures that we saw in horizon the first game zero dawn but they've added in a substantial amount of new uh terrifying and very cool creatures in this one now i don't have the list in front of me of which ones are new and aren't new but i'll be mentioning the ones that really stood out to me the the first one right out of the gate 
early on that I noticed was uh, the one that's called a Claw Strider. Now, that one could very easily have been in the first game, but these things were really cool. They look like uh, raptors, like the dinosaur, and they're just fucking really cool. The sound on... Oh, we'll get into the sound design of this game, but yeah, lots of very cool-looking creatures in this game. We'll get a little bit more into them once I talk about the, the gameplay and some of the big moments that I experienced in this game, but other than that, you got these crazy good amazing looking creatures and then of course we have the humans and i gotta shout out this is one of the more impressive games in terms of the facial animations when you're talking to people you you really feel engrossed with that conversation their emotions are on point the just the little things of, of having a conversation with a person where you can read their facial um emotions you can see that they're anxious about something or worried or happy it it is so very clear the facial animation is what some of the best i have seen it is very very stunning and it's not just for the big moments when you're having like a big i don't know like a main quest moment and everyone's together like it even comes down to just having a conversation with a random person in a village or something their their faces move even when it's not like a cut scene if you want to call it that it's extremely extremely impressive i was uh, quite blown away with how good the facial animations looked in this game the mouths were on point you know what i'm saying it's We've come a very, very long way. Now, whenever I see a game blowing me away on this level, I just kind of think back to Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation 1 and how that game was mind-blowing back in the day and just where we are now. It's, it's sometimes quite hilarious to think about. Another thing that is a huge upgrade on the PS5 over the first game is the environmental destruction that goes on when you're fighting some of the bigger enemies. Uh, the first time I got a real glimpse at this that I just, I almost had to put the controller down. I grabbed my wife. I was like, hey, come over here and look at this shit. I was fighting uh, something called a land god and it's one of the bigger things and you're just fucking fighting it and it started plowing into like massive rocks and the rocks exploded and they went flying all over the freaking place they're smashing into the ground and impacts are made it is really quite impressive the one that really really blew me away after the land god fight you fight um kind of like this giant snake thing like a big cobra and you're in this arena holy fucking shit not only was that one of the coolest enemies i saw in the game like who the fuck doesn't like a ginormous cobra headed snake like oh but this thing was like coiling around this giant rock pillar thing and i'd shoot at it and it's like destroying the the rocks around me it was freaking awesome it is a little bit archaic admittedly there are some points in this game where shit is just way too bananas and the, the creatures are flying all over the place explosions all over the place and with all that being said the game holds up pretty fucking good. Now, I had no major crashes or anything like that, so that's good to report. I had some minor, um, you know, characters kind of glitching through each other. Uh, you're in this bustling world and stuff, so people are moving around. Sometimes they'll move in between characters, and the odd time there'll be some clipping issues and stuff like that. Maybe a, a little bit of pop-in, but nothing drastic whatsoever. Considering how much this game is doing at times, I was... Uh, very impressed that there was no slowdown really, nothing major, very good running game. That is very, very good to say. One thing that I did notice though that wasn't awesome is, now this kind of goes into gameplay, but just your general moving around of the of the world and the environment, I found a lot of the times I would get, I don't know, clipping onto environments if there's a slight little... I don't know, clip or a little ledge or a piece of rock or something in my way. I find like eight out of nine, eight out of ten times, Aloy will get stuck on it a little bit and I'd rather have to jump over it. It just feels not quite very smooth, you know what I'm saying? There's, you just want to run nice and straight and, and Aloy will take over. She'll jump over little minor things and I found that I would have to press the X button over the smallest things, like a twig, a fucking stone on the ground that was... A little bit annoying, and that was just a little something all throughout the game that I was noticing. I'm just like, oh, if she would just kind of do some of this stuff on her own, that would be awesome. And another thing of movement, I'm just going to throw this into graphics because there's so much in terms of gameplay to talk about it, so I'll just throw it in here. But I found Aloy got up so freaking slow sometimes. Oh my goodness, man. Like, you get hit by, I don't know, a, a 
fucking laser or something. You go down and then they come over and they smack you and you're just on. Sometimes I swear to God, I am on the ground for like 20, 25 seconds and there's just nothing I could do. And I'm just, please, Aloy, please, please get up faster. So another little minor nitpick that uh, I noticed throughout the game is goddamn. Sometimes she is so freaking slow. I wish she would speed up. But I guess since we're talking about Aloy, I'll I'll spend a little bit of time with Aloy because she is a fantastic character, female, strong leading character, which is great. You don't get a whole lot of them in video games nowadays. And Aloy, definitely one of the better PlayStation, you know, I guess you could call it a mascot, but one of the front runners for PlayStation in terms of leading characters. She is awesome. She is um, my kind of person, you know, she's independent, she can do things on her own, and she's just really strong, smart, a little bit snooty, she could be a little bit, uh, grumpy, and maybe she doesn't have, like, the most, she doesn't really have much of, uh, humor or anything, like, the, any characters that come around and kind of joking with her, she doesn't really tend to play off of those kind of characters very well, but in terms of a leading character, she's one of the better ones, and she looks freaking awesome, man, the hair, like, oh my god, all the cool outfits that you get throughout this game, pretty awesome, and I love the little, I don't know if this was in the other game, but you can wear any style of outfit, like, you can say, oh, I want to pick this best armor, because it's got all the best stats, but I like the look of that armor, but it's trash, you can just wear the look of that armor, and still have the stats of a really good armor, so that's a nice little touch, you also get some face face paint, which... I really wish there was a lot more. Now, I've, I'm at Endgame and, and 60 hours in, and there's still, I haven't unlocked a whole lot of face paints. There's a handful of decent ones, but yeah, I wish there was a whole lot more. You get, uh, same goes with the wep- the armor dyes. I think most armors only have four types of dye. They're all the same from what I can tell. Some armors only have like two or three options. So, you know, it's nice that it's there, but it was something that, you know, I quickly kind of forgot about because there just wasn't all that many options when you only have so many and they're not all that varied honestly they're all kind of like a rather a darker color or a bright color so I don't know they weren't all that appealing but it was there so that was something since I'm on the topic of characters I'm venting about this right now but fucking Aaron dude this guy is horrible he is the most oh I fucking hate him so much he is the worst fucking character in I have ever seen oh my god this guy is so annoying he is so generic like oh hey let's all drink beer and the thing about this guy that drives me out the wall more than anything all he wants is to fuck Aloy and it's disgusting this guy all he wants is that poo tang you know what I'm saying man this guy is so thirsty for Aloy and it is so annoying every time this guy's around he just he's just such a dude about it, he is the biggest fucking giga chad, like, I hate this guy, he is dumb as a stump, he's got zero brain, he is selfish to the core, all he wants, literally all he wants, aside from Aloy's putang, is for Aloy to stop doing everything, and to just hang out and get drunk with this guy every single second of every single day, Aaron, I know baby, hold on, let me get this vent out, Aaron is the worst character by 11 million in Horizon. Oh, the second I saw this fruit pie in this game, I was so upset. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy so much and I wanted nothing to do with this guy. And he almost immediately, like, I don't know, within the first hour or something of the game, he's already like, hey, do you want to, like, get together and be, like, boyfriend and girlfriend? And I never, I have never shut shit down faster in my life. I was like, ew, get the fuck away from me. I hate this guy. He is just unbearable. I hate Aaron, and I hope I am not the only one that notices this, but this guy fucking sucks. Oh my goodness, I hate him so much. He's even got an irritating voice. He's all like, hey, Aloy, you want to fuck? And it's like, oh, just get the hell away from me. So now that we talked about the sound design, or not the sound design, the graphics, let's move into the sound design. So Aaron has a terrible voice, and, and, it, and it's like nails to chalkboard for me. I just, I cannot stand it. But everybody else, pretty fucking good. You know, Aloy, like I said, she's got a little bit of that 
that attitude to her, what you want in a strong leading character. You know, it's not someone that's going to get pushed around or isn't taking things seriously because, you know, the story behind Horizon, it's pretty, you know, serious. It's a big deal and it only gets bigger. It gets way bigger in Horizon Forbidden West. Like the, the first game, it was pretty like, oh shit, oh shit. And this one, it's just like, God, it's so big. It's it's universal, you know what I'm saying? But the best thing about the the sound of this game is the is just the all-around immersiveness of this world. Like you got these big villages and stuff. They got like the bigger settlements and the smaller camps all throughout this world and geez, when I got to the first big settlement, which I think is Plain Song or something like that, I was just like Wow, it's now it's not quite like Red Dead Redemption, but it is it feels full and I'm playing with my uh, headphones on and damn dude when you feel you feel like you're like in the way or something you're sitting there having a conversation you're like oh fuck everyone's doing shit behind me and they're busy and they're having conversations and especially again I think this is in plain song but you go to this it's kind of like a big boat basically turned upside down it's kind of like a big tavern kind of deal and when you go in there man it is just sounds like a party it sounds like a legitimate party and it sounds so full and lively and real like it doesn't feel fake which other games kind of have a problem with even like starfield i'm playing right now has nowhere near the sound that horizon does when i'm in a big village it just feels so full and so lively starfield it has its moments for sure but i don't know i don't feel anywhere near as immersed on uh, in the level of horizon like wow and then of course like voice acting throughout i think everybody is good except for errand uh, no one else really stands out as bad everyone's very solid in terms of voice acting and everything like that even the performance of errand is good like he's doing his thing i just can't stand him but the the enemies sound excellent man there's so many different machines and they all have their specific sounds like you'll be able to know like oh shit that's a thunder jaw or you know that's a a scrounger or so on and so forth the enemies sound awesome and it's a great blend of like machine and like real animals basically it's really really cool mix the machines sound like hydraulics are going off and they're all shooting off steam and lasers and Oh, fuck yeah, man. Especially when you're fighting a Thunderjaw. They got so much going on, man. They're fucking 30 feet high. They got 100 lasers on them. They're shooting, like, little fucking UFO things out of it. And they're exploding all over you. And it's pretty freaking epic, man. Like, when you're in a big fight and you're fighting off, like, three or four machines. And you're shooting your shit. You're blowing shit up all over the place. Your your traps are getting set off. And you're dodging lasers and shit. It's, I mean, as it's living through an action movie just live and and the sound is just superb i love the sound of this game and then there's the music i mean this ridiculously beautiful soundtrack it's got a lot going on so it's got oh man it's got like the tribal jump drums going on it's very like tribal in its sound and it's very very beautiful especially when i got to um oh geez what's the name i don't know it's just place and you meet these people called like the chorus or something and their whole tribe is like about singing these fucking hymns and choruses together and when it all starts to go off you're like damn like I definitely got the chills when they were going off and singing their song and when you're in that area you can just hear it even way off in the distance the further you go you can hear them off in the distance and Man, is it ever good? I'm just thinking about this now, but even I was in a base. I was fighting in a in a rebel base today, and it's big. It was a big base with a whole bunch of different levels and shit. And I was picking them off, picking them off, and I can even hear them, like the enemies talking way off in the distance. You can hear them like shouting to each other. It's nah, oh, those little things are so good. And when they're out in the open, you can hear it like echoing and like kind of. And then if they're in a cave, it's like echoing, man. Oh, the sound design. But back to the music. Oh, baby, music is great. Now there isn't again. It's it's not the way that it used to be with me and music. The music now is just so big and scale it's you know it's hard to like really key in on a certain melody or a specific song like I used to back in the day because there are things were a little bit more simple and you can kind of pick up on a a nice catchy melody or something but damn man I would say 
that chorus area where they were singing their hymns and stuff, that was the most like, oh man, this is this is some special shit, but it goes very well with the game. Like I said, when you're in these big action-packed battles, the music is... You know what I'm saying? You fuck your heartbeats. My heartbeat's going right now from that. I don't know if I'm having an active heart attack. We'll see. I'm all right. I'm all right. But, Jesus, man, the music is excellent. I love the music in this game. Uh, I was... <laughs> there was so I, I looked up the soundtrack on Spotify. There's like over 100 songs in this game. So, yeah, some of them sound a little bit similar than other ones, but it's got great high-tempo music. It's got great, like, spelunky music where you're just exploring and just great calm music when you're around the waters and you're just looking at the beauty of Horizon, this gorgeous world that you're in, and... Yeah, man, the music is fantastic. Now, it's probably not my favorite of the of my of this year, but it's still very very good sound design. And now we get to the thing that makes Horizon Horizon, and that is going to be the gameplay. So, you are in this kind of big open world game and I know that's uh, a little exhaustive, uh, especially these these days there's just so many open world games, but Horizon does a solid job at uh, diversifying itself in the open world market. So now that you're in the second game playing as Aloy, you're already a fucking legendary warrior at this point, and you have a huge variety of weapons to use. I mean, you got bow and arrows. You basically got these, like, machine gun things now. You got uh, trip casters, which you can shoot into the ground, and they're like tripwire uh, bombs and traps and stuff. They're freaking awesome. You got a rope caster where you can attach ropes and like pin down the enemy to the ground. Admittedly, did not use that very often. Kind of forgot about it because there's just so many freaking weapons. My personal favorite, I think this is a new one, but you got these like throwing spears and you could throw them and they explode. I fucking loved using those. They were so much fun. You got this like slingshot kind of like slingshot boomerang kind of deal you throw it and if you catch it you can throw it again and the more that you catch and throw it the more damage it does from what i can tell you got a whole variety of these like ammo types so you got fire ammo electricity plasma ice fucking whole bunch of shit uh corrosion and all the different weapons They'll have uh, different ammo types with that weapon. They get more powerful. They have like a color coding system where I think gold is your like legendary and purple's epic, blue rare, and green common. So you start out with green and then you work in your way. The further you get into the game, you're going to find people selling better weapons. You might find some better weapons and armor and so on and so forth. And Jesus, man, the, that this is what I love the most about Horizon is is the combat in this game so you're going up against humans and of course the vast amount of crazy machines that are in this game and what there's got to be a solid 15 20 plus different machines and some of them have these like apex varieties which are like super versions of that particular thing and jesus man like go down the list of all the enemy types so they're all based on animals, but there's like fucking kangaroo-type things. There's crocodiles, T-Rexes, turtles, giant fucking turtles, uh, velociraptors, <laughs> fucking like moles. Uh, God, man, there are so... A giant bat. There's a crazy amount of enemies, and they all feel different. And they are different to fight. So Aloy is equipped with... Um, this little uh, high-tech machinery called the Focus, and it's basically like your radar, your your AI. It gives you a whole bunch of information. You can scan the world, and you can get all this information. It's going to show you where hidden things are, and most importantly, it's going to give you information on all the beasts that you're going to be fighting. So you can scan an enemy, and it's going to just list off all the specific parts and how to damage them, what to do to, you can rip them off with specific ammo. You can shoot uh, specific pieces on them that might have like an electric coil. And if you shoot it with electricity, electricity damage, it'll fucking explode and like, oh man. And then you'll just set off a whole chain reaction of events on this machine. And it's really a lot of fun, man. Like most fights, they don't feel the same. Like, you can fight the same variety of enemy, and you can take it down a multitude of ways. You can just go up and beat it to death with your stick. You can shoot it with uh, that 
particular ammo or weapon that it is weak to. You can shoot it with... Um, even if like it ha- it'll have a weak spot on it and it may be something that it's strong against. So let's say it has an electric coil on its back, but it's also electricity resistant. So one of the challenges I had to do is like I had to wet the machine with this stuff called purge water. So you wet the machine up and then it loses its, its electricity resistance. Then you shoot the electricity and it just fucking explodes and shit. And like you can tear off pieces of the enemy so if you're going up against a thunderjaw it's got a whole bunch of these big guns onto it you can lock onto um the weapon and if you shoot it with a tear arrow it'll fucking shoot the arrow into it and it'll ex- explode if you hit it a couple times it'll shoot the gun off of it you can pick up its gun and then shoot it with its own gun like how fucking cool is that man like even though that's not new that's something they they had in the original but Oh man, they just doubled down with the combat, more weapons, more enemies to fight, and it's pretty fucking awesome, man, I must say. And it also gives you different ways to go to fights. You don't have to kill every single machine. It has a... I actually really like the stealth in Horizon. It's one of my preferred uh, stealths I, I really do enjoy. I know a lot of people don't like stealth. I like stealth quite a bit, and I really like using the stealth in Horizon. It's really strong. It's... I don't think it's that hard, and again, with your focus, you can sit there and, you know, scan a machine, and it'll show you its track, it's gonna show you where it's going exactly, and then you can sit there and plant a whole bunch of bombs on on its area where it's going to be walking, and then you just set up a big old booby trap, it's got tall grass and all that kind of stuff that you can hide in, you've got smoke bombs, and yeah, I really, really enjoy the stealth in this game, I I use it quite a bit whenever I can, I generally start every fight trying my best to to stealth it, because uh, you can easily get overwhelmed uh, in the fights in Horizon, especially if you're going up against a big ol' herd of something, there are some very tricky fights towards the end of the game, uh, where you're fighting, like, two or three of the biggest, strongest enemies all in one area, and it can get really fucking hectic, so uh, stealth at certain times could be extremely effective, and I thought it was excellent. The enemies aren't stupid. Like, they're machines, and, you know, you, you're you equipped with a rock. You can, get, you can pick up rocks, throw the rock, and you distract the enemy. It works every single time, like a... It works like a charm, baby, but... They're not stupid, man. Like, if you make noise behind them, some of them are a little bit more finicky than others. I swear some of them, like, you make the smallest sound and they turn right around. You're like, fuck! And another cool thing that you can do is you can override certain machines. You'll get, you'll unlock more overrides for bigger, stronger machines as the game goes on. We'll talk about uh, how you get those particular uh, unlocks and how not awesome they are, but we'll get there when we get there. But you can override the machines. You can ride the machines. Certain ones you can ride. I think there's like four or five different uh, varieties of machines that you can ride. Some are better to ride than others. I mean, the new. I, I don't think you could do this in the original one, but there's flying mounts now. Uh, at least one, anyway, you, that I got, and it is. Oh my god, it's a game changer. Now, the flying mount is excellent. I fucking love that thing. I I wish I got it earlier, but you do have to get through uh, quite a bit of the main game before you do get that. But, oh baby, is it ever, ever helpful when you get that flying mount. You can call it wherever, whenever you want, as long as you're not in a village. And, oh my god, it is just a godsend. It's so easy to get around in this game with that thing. And I really didn't like using the mounts all that much at the beginning of them. They're a little bit wild to drive. They don't have the best steering. And I've always complained about riding horse-like things in video games. I've never really been a fan of it. And thankfully, you know, Aloy can move pretty quickly. Especially, she's got one of the most ridiculous slides I have ever seen in a video game. You can sit there and just hit the, hit the square button and she'll slide. And if you're going downhill, she will slide for four days. Like, she just will not stop sliding, and I love it. Thank God for that thing, because you slide faster than you run, so that comes in a lot of handy. And you also get this new glider which is uh, very Legend of Zelda-like. You know, you, you jump off a mountain and you, you can use your glider to glide down. Very useful. I used it a ton of times during uh, throughout Horizon. Now, it's not as clean and crisp as the Legend of Zelda's, but definitely a nice addition for the traversal in this game, which isn't the best. Now, it's definitely not like a Spider-Man. I'm not 
going out of my way to travel everywhere. Now the game is filled to the brim with fast travel points. Like every 150, 200 meters, there's going to be a fast travel point. So they're absolutely everywhere. Uh, fast traveling is free as long as you're at a a little fireplace thingy or whatever. They're all over the place. And you can also create fast travel packs where you can just fast travel wherever you want. And they're very cheap and easy to make. So moving around is um, compared to some other open world games where sometimes you're just like, oh my God, it's a thousand meters over that way. This, this sucks. For the most part, I didn't have that problem too often with Horizon. Now there were a handful of times where you're like, Oh man, that's that's 800 meters away. Oh, there isn't a mount for for no. I'm just gonna have to run this bitch. And yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit tedious. So if you haven't played it yet, uh, try and look up and see how early you can get that flying mount because that thing was excellent. Absolutely love that thing. Now the only thing that kind of was uh, not great was the first few hours or so of this game. They are introducing you a lot of mechanics and new weapons and machines and all of that stuff it did take me quite a little bit of time to get used to the controls and to get to feel very comfortable in combat so i don't know if that's because i was playing some other games and maybe not giving it the most attention but or it may be just because they're in the second game and they're kind of trying to do it fast but also not doing a great job at explaining everything there's a lot of mechanics and some of them i'd never even really bothered using all that much like I didn't even really learn how to use plasma properly until like 78% of the way through this game I was like oh that's how you do it well there you go so I was a little bit frustrated at times at the beginning of this game because there was just so much shit going on and so many new things but once you get going and you really get the feel for the combat it is so I love the combat and the feel of it it's so weighty and Man, when you, especially when you lay into an enemy with your heavy attack, holy fuck, do you ever feel that? You're like, wham, you fucking smack a bitch, and they go down. It's a, it's a really good combat system. That, I think, is the best thing that Horizon is doing, aside from, like, its world building. But, oh, man, the combat is fantastic. There is this, like, minor new thing that they added, but it really was, honestly, a big old letdown because it didn't really... I didn't, it didn't happen very often and it didn't really feel all that big, but there's certain times when you're talking with people in uh, Horizon that you can kind of choose your response and it'll have like a little picture. Basically, like, do you want to be like, you can kind of get into a relationship, I'm guessing, with certain characters. You can be rather uh, upfront or I guess kind of mean, or you can just be kind of like in the middle. And yeah, it only came up, I think, four or five times, maybe. And yeah, really, I don't think it really had much to do with anything. I don't think it changed the story or even my relationships with people all that much or whatsoever. So a little bit disappointed with that slight small mechanic. I wish they opened up with that a lot more and I can kind of choose how I want Aloy to be perceived. Is she going to be like a ruthless leader where, you know, only certain things like the, just the the humanity living and moving on is the most important thing and she's willing to make like certain sacrifices. It, it didn't really feel like that whatsoever. It really just felt like, oh, like I can be a dick in this moment if I want to and there's real no repercussions of me being a dick anyway. So yeah, that was a little bit disappointing. I didn't really notice it meaning or having a whole lot of weight behind that mechanic. So hopefully maybe they'll move on and, and add a little bit more to that mechanic in the next game, but we'll have to wait and see. And now let's, oh my god, let's try and talk about all the fucking things that you can do in this game, bro. There is so much to do. I don't know if it's a positive or a negative because holy shit. So let's just list off all the shit that you can do. So you got your main quests, of course. You got side quests, errands, jobs, contracts, hunting grounds, melee pits, rebel camps, outposts, ruins, tall necks, cauldrons, gauntlet runs, collectibles, and machine strike. And I might have been missing something in there. I don't know. But holy fuck is there ever a lot to do in this game. And yes, it absolutely has that problem of oversaturating the player with a, just a fucking ridiculous amount of shit to do. I mean, every place you go, someone's like, oh, hey, I got a quest for you, or hey, I got a rumor. There's this one lady, I swear, she's at like 
just outside of one of your bases and she, she all she must do is 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 go around looking for rumors she had like 20 rumors for me it was actually impressive how much she was able to how much information she gave me all by herself but wow man so how much of that shit is good how much of that shit is tedious or just not good well let's let's go let's start with the main quest so main quests are Good, man. Like, they're the main quest. That's your meat and potatoes. Those are your biggest missions. Uh, moving along the story. And like I said, the story is good. I just didn't... I did not enjoy it anywhere near as much as I did the first game. Because the mystery... If you played the first game and you're going into the second... The mystery is, you know, it's a little bit peeled back now. You kind of know what's going on. A lot more so than the first game. And I, I'm a sucker for mystery. I love not knowing what the fuck is going on. Getting thrown in the middle of, of just chaos and trying to figure it out as you go in this game you already kind of know you got a feel for what's going on you know what's what you're doing and you're just kind of continuing on with your mission but it was a good story you got some like new enemy people kind of getting introduced I thought they were pretty cool there was one guy named Eric I, I liked Eric he was pretty all right for a villain he wasn't too bad don't get to see a whole lot of them honestly I wish uh Maybe there was a few more appearances from them. You only get a handful, but I liked the main missions. I thought they were good. They definitely had their big epic moments, especially when they're introducing you to some of the big, bad new enemies. Uh, one of the first ones that really blew me away was the Shell Snapper fight. This ginormous, like, ice turtle dude. He really gave me kind of flashbacks of Shadow of the Colossus. There's a Colossi in that game. It kind of gave me vibes of that, but this ginormous fucking turtle, and he's flying all over the place being nuts that shit was freaking crazy and there's another one called the tremor tusk is a ginormous mammoth fucking dude that guy oh man sometimes he absolutely kicked my fucking ass but the first time i saw that thing i'm like what took them so goddamn long to get a mammoth in this game like oh fuck yeah that thing was dope and that fight like i said earlier was great that's when he was just destroying the environment and shit was flying all over the place absolutely awesome but there are some missions that were not so good and this is the thing that i really just did not like very much at all when it came to any time i had to do platforming climbing it's just not any good man now it's not bad but it definitely it's definitely like no better than like early Uncharted games. Like it's as simple as just hitting up, up on the directional pad or your analog stick and fall, trying to figure out where I'm supposed to jump to next. And I, I would say at least 90% of the platforming sections in this game, I fucked it up. I fell. I couldn't see where I was going. The, it's too hidden in the environment or Aloy's just not jumping to... Th- it was... Tedious is all fucking hell, and I I hate I dreaded any and all of the platforming climbing in Horizon. It's just it's an area that I wish it didn't go into. This is where like I wish I had the flying mount earlier. Where if there's any any time I could avoid climbing or platforming in this game, I would have done it. I just did not like it whatsoever. It's so boring. It's so tedious. And it's just, it's slow. Like, oh man, some of the animations for Aloy. Like, yeah, it's cool that you're climbing up a mountain and shit. But for me, the gamer, the person playing the game, I'm like I said, I'm just sitting there holding the directional pad up upward and you know it's it's long some of the climbs are so fucking long man and we'll talk about the cauldrons in a second but jesus man the platforming is such a drag in this game i just really really couldn't get into the platforming whatsoever really annoying and the one oh man this was one of the early main missions i do believe but you're in this like flooded room with a whole bunch of ladders and you're trying to get into like, this fucking inner gene room or some shit fucking brutal man absolutely brutal you're trying to do this platforming and it's confusing as all holy hell you're a big crazy complicated room and it's flooded so i'm falling off the platform i fall into water now i gotta swim all the way to the other fucking side of the room and that happened a good solid 12 times like i just could not figure out where the hell to go and a lot of the time it would be you have this like rope caster thing so there's going to be rather like a little hook or something in the wall that you're going to have to hook onto and pull out and i would miss those things a lot man they had those things hidden in there pretty good it wasn't 
quite like Uncharted where, you know, it's like, oh, there's these bright yellow colored bricks. I wonder if I should climb them and off you go. Horizon was a little bit blended in there, especially some of those rope caster things that it's like blue on a fucking gray mountain. It would blend in pretty good sometimes. And I would stand there staring at the environment like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? And then you make a jump, you miss, and boom, you got to start all over again. So that shit was uh, no fuego, senor. And that would be the main reason why I didn't like doing the cauldrons very much at all. That would probably be my least favorite thing out of all the other stuff you can do in this game. I really did not like doing the cauldrons. Thankfully, there was only four of them, I think. And I had to do them because I wanted to I want to get the platinum in this game. And I'll say right now, the platinum uh, and the trophy list in Horizon is awesome. It's It's not making you do every single thing. It's like, okay, do like half of these... Now, there are some where it's like, do all of them. Like, it wanted me to do all the cauldrons and all the tall necks. But like I said, there's only four cauldrons. There's like five tall necks. So it was good with that. The collectibles are like, yeah, just get a a couple of them. Try out a couple of these. So uh, double thumbs up for the trophy list in Horizon. It's a very rewarding, not too tedious of a platinum to go for. So uh, it's one that I'm going to get. I'm at this point in me recording it. I think I need like three more trophies. And oh yeah, I'm absolutely going to get that done. But the cauldrons, man, holy fuck. So it basically, it's just these really long, tedious platforming sections and they fucking suck they absolutely suck i dreaded every single one of them i mean there's some fighting that goes on inside the cauldron Uh, you know generally at the end you'll have to fight some sort of big beast and it's fine like that's all good i enjoy the combat sometimes they the combat can be like like the more overwhelming fights are the ones that really piss me off like if i cannot take out the smaller enemies with stealth and i get caught and it's just a shit show of five enemies chasing me and a fucking 20 foot tall freaking t-rex with laser ufos shooting at me it can get a little bit annoying and when aloy won't fucking stand up and oh my god when she would i swear there what is it the the Basically like your machine gun. She never has that fucking thing reloaded. You're always reloading that stupid thing. Anyway, the cauldrons, what a what a drag. An absolute tedious mess. I, I really didn't like them. But at the end, you, you get to unlock a whole bunch of override codes where you can eventually... Once you get... You have to like unlock it as well. Go out and find a couple pieces of the machine. Bring it back. And then you can override them. So, I mean, admittedly, I rarely used it. I really just I only overrode like basically the ones that I wanted to ride uh you can override like I mean like I said it was kind of end game when I got the best overrides where you can override um the 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 thunder jaws and all the big enemies so like that's great but I'm not going to use it unless I start playing new game plus and stuff but it's a cool feature to sit there and go up and take control of a thunder jaw and you can set it to like aggressive mode or defensive mode so you put it on aggressive mode it's just going to go and attack and kill anything that sees so and I think defensive mode it'll like follow you around and, and shit but yeah that was it was okay it's a decent reward but yeah cauldrons absolutely blue i fucking hated those things because it literally just doubled down on all the things that horizon doesn't do very well like platforming and climbing and the only other one that i didn't like too much probably because i was just trying too hard was the hunting grounds so they're okay so there's like four or five of them around you go to them and they're basically little like hunting challenges there'll be three challenges and the faster you do them the more stripes you're going to get and this another trophy thing where it's like it just wants you to get one stripe in all of the challenges so you can get up to three stripes in every single challenge they only want you to get one so respect on that because if you wanted to get all three stripes on every single one of them i would have lost my fucking minds because some of them are very challenging where they have like a tremor tusk and like like five other things around it and oh my god some of those challenges were were challenging quite challenging and um yeah sometimes it just really didn't paint a good light on 
some of the combat that um, it could be a little bit slow and when you want it to be really fast. But the hunting grounds provided a, a good solid challenge, but it definitely frustrated me at times. Then your like side quests and errands there. I don't really know what the fuck the difference is between the side quests and the errands, but they're pretty generic. You know, you'll, you'll go into a town. It's like, oh, hey, my brother's missing. Go find him. You go fight a whole bunch of machines and shit. Some are kind of like a mystery where it's like, oh, follow the tracks and then you go fight a whole bunch of machines or something. So a lot of it ends up with you fighting machines and so on and so forth. Uh, some of the better side quests, I mean, there's really none of them that speak and, and come to mind. They were all pretty generic and fine, like nothing was generally bad. Uh, the better ones would be the ones that you're doing with your main side characters. You'll do a handful of missions with them, and then you'll kind of do a bigger quest with them at the end to kind of like fulfill one of their big wants that they wanted in the world, and they were pretty good. Um you have to go through, um, so they have, like, the rebel camps and outposts, so rebel camps, I think, are, there's, there's only a handful of them, they're, like, the big major camps, and you have to take all of them out, and then you're gonna take down this big major, I actually haven't finished that one yet, that's, uh, one of the last things I gotta finish up, but they're pretty standard, they're decent, I like, I like them, because you can kind of go at them any way you want, if you want to go into these outposts and go full stealth, you can, pretty easily take out everybody without getting seen so i enjoy doing that they definitely remind me of far cry 3 with their kind of outposts you just come up to there's a whole bunch of enemies and there's just like all right how do i want to fucking take these bitches out do i want to go in guns blazing like you can go in there find one of their big guys probably steal his gun and then you can go in there and shoot everybody with the guns you can yeah it's uh they're pretty decent but again it's they're a little bit I wouldn't say tedious, it's just like, alright, I, I know I'm just gonna go in here and kill a whole bunch of motherfuckers, and there's generally like a little mystery that you gotta find something in their camp, rather destroy it, or or find some sort of loot, or some sort of intel, it'll tell you where something else is, and then you have like your standard outposts, they're a lot smaller, there's a fuckload of them, way too many, like I, I'm not gonna finish them all, and thankfully I don't have to, so there's a shitload of those things to do. And one that was just pleasantly a delight was the gauntlet runs. I was not expecting those things to be so damn fun. It's basically road rash. Like, you sit there and you get on the machines, you're right, you're the race, but you can fucking attack each other, you're shooting each other with arrows, you're smacking people, like, take down, burnout takedown style. Like, you smack someone's machine, they go, and they go off in slow motion. Those were dope. Like, I, I wish there was a few more of those. There's only a handful of these little runs, but really, uh just a breath of fresh air in terms of everything is combat this and this was kind of light and fun and yeah i really really like the gauntlet runs those were a lot of fun you got the tall necks they're returning from the first game and they're definitely not as again they're not tedious but they're so common in these kind of games where you cl climb up a big tall thing and then you you scan the area around it uh you're still kind of doing that that's the purpose of them in this game as well but they're definitely more variety to how you're dealing with the tall necks like they're not just all out in the open walking around and every single one of them you're like all right how the hell do i get up there some of them like i found one that was in the middle of the ocean there was one that was fucking still getting made deep down underground so there's definitely more variety to the tall necks i enjoyed them i have no problem with the tall necks they're one of the cooler looking things in the game so those were fine then you got the melee pit. So every major big town's gonna have a melee pit. And it's basically like a tutorial slash challenge for your hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's gonna teach you a whole bunch of combos, which, holy fuck, I, I, I guess I should tell uh, talk a little bit more about that. There's a lot of combos that you can do in this game. Like, I would say similar to kind of like Hi-Fi Rush, where you gotta like put in like certain inputs. You'd be like, R1, R1, pause. R1, 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 and there's a lot of those, and I still don't understand half of them. They have this, like, fucking, I don't know, like a build-up system or something. If you smack a dude a whole bunch of times, he'll have this, like, fucking bubble or something appear on him. If you shoot the bubble, it'll do a whole bunch of damage. I suck at it, still don't get it, so you can laugh at me for that, but it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, even with the tutorial, after like eight seconds, I forgot how to do it, because it's just, they're, combos don't stick in my brain, man. It just doesn't happen. There's one combo that I remembered, and it's like a big flurry rush where I literally just hit R1, R1, 
pause and then just spam R1 until it's over. So there's a whole bunch of combos. You can fuck, some of them are really cool. I just, the really cool ones are very complicated and kind of long. It's like, you'll, you will see if you do the melee pits, some of the, the combos they want you to do towards the end. It's like, holy fuck, man. I'm never going to use this out in the wild. Like, it's just not going to happen. They're way too complicated. They're damn near uh, fatality finishers from, like, Mortal Kombat 2. It's like 47 button prompts. You're like, okay, no, I'm good. But they have that. So the Melee Pits offer, like, a tutorial slash uh, challenge mode. But at the end, once you complete the challenges, which are pretty basic, they're literally like tutorials but uh once you finish that you can challenge the pit master to a fight you beat him you get a mark or whatever and when you get enough of these marks you go and fa- face off against this person called the enduring and if you've played the game you probably know about the enduring but if you haven't make sure you go check out the enduring that by far was the was my favorite of the side quests that was the most memorable that was awesome I loved going up there. Definitely was not was what I was expecting, but definitely one of the more memorable parts of Horizon Forbidden West was uh, that that moment right there. When, yeah, beautiful, fantastic moment. So get through those melee pits. They could be a grind. One of those fights in particular really fucked with me. It's, it's a two-on-one fight, and yeah, they kicked the shit out of me until I came back all leveled up, and I was like, come at me, bitch, and I whooped their ass in like eight seconds. So if they're if they're kicking your ass, just go level up, and you'll be fine. You can come back and beat the shit out of them, no problem. But melee pits, they were they were fine. They were okay. Then you got these contract things. I didn't. I only. I think I only did like the first one, and they're pretty simple. It's just kind of like a tutorial on how to like hunt machines. If you need a specific part, because you can upgrade your weapons and your armor, but you're going to need. Sometimes you need very specific parts from a machine. Some of those are very difficult to get, and this is kind of teaching you that. So he'll be like, "Oh, we need this particular part from that machine." You go off, find a herd of that particular machine. You focus in on that part. You bring it back to him, and then boom, that's all over. I didn't have to do them, so I just I didn't bother doing a whole lot of those. You got your collectibles, and that's. Again, I don't think there's really much... uh, Oh, the trophy for that one's brilliant. They literally just want you to collect one of each collectible. So, thank you so freaking much for that. Nothing worse. I'm looking at you, Assassin's Creed. You collect your 800 fucking flags. Go to hell. But yeah, uh, they do have quite a bit of collectibles in Horizon. You can find these relics, which are kind of like these environmental puzzles. They were okay. I would have done more of them, but uh, I don't know. Some of them were... Some were tedious and some were fine. Like, some are like, oh, I got to bring this box. Okay, now I got to bring this box all the way over here. Oh, no, I got to bring the box all the way over here. They're simple and they take a long time. So, yeah, they fall in that tedious category. But some of them aren't. Some you're like, you got to, like, read around and look through some of these datas, uh, like, uh, what do you, messages and find a code. Those were kind of decent. You got these, like, data points. They'll be like, or a... kind of like drones up in the air you got to figure out how to get up to them pull them down to the ground and then you'll get this information and as far as i can tell all it does is like allow you to change the environment in one of your computer rooms kind of like if anyone remembers heavy rain when you got the 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 fucking computer thing in your head and you can kind of change the background like oh i'm in a forest now that's as far as i all i can tell that's what you get out of that they have uh, black boxes, which are kind of cool little uh, pieces of data from before the big whatever the fuck happened in Horizon. And they're black boxes. They're they're data things from an airplane that crashed, and, and it's just the last few minutes of before they crash. So you get some pretty cool little information pieces from before uh, in, the, in the past and all that shit. So that's pretty good. They do have a good amount of those collectibles, but they don't force you to collect them. So that's that's a fantastic thing right there. And what's a big open world game without some sort of mini game thing? And Horizon is bringing Machine Strike to the table. And... It's pretty great, man. I I liked Machine Strike. Now I only got to play a little bit of it because I really I don't I just waited. I don't know. I really uh, just wasn't feeling like learning a new game within a game, so I kind of waited. I, I admittedly wish I got into it a little bit earlier. It is up there, man, with like Gwen. This shit is fun. So it's kind of like chess, but with levels. So you got your chess pieces basically. 
and they're in the form of the machines in the world. So great touch. You can also find those uh, throughout the world. There'll be people selling them, better versions, stronger pieces. So you could definitely get addicted to that. And it's um, not a very complicated game, but there's a lot of strategy to it. And I fucking love strategy. So yeah, it's definitely up my alley. So if you like chess, it's kind of got a, a chess feel to it. It didn't take very long to understand the game. It's sort of basic, but again, there's so much strategy to it. So it's like easy to learn, but hard to master. And the world is filled with Machine Strike players of all different levels from beginner to very, very hard. I tried up until like an intermediate level and yeah, it's a lot of fun. I could definitely see myself playing some more Machine Strike. It's uh, quite a lot of fun and I think think that is a fucking everything that this game has to offer that uh, everything I think I've touched on so yeah this is a big big meaty game I am at I think I'm in the 50 hour-ish mark and I still have a little bit more cleaning up to do to get that platinum there is a DLC available I have not played it I really have no intentions of playing it I'm just not a big DLC guy it's got to be like I gotta hear that is better than the original game for me to play it, not just like an, oh, that's a nice add-on to an already big, meaty game. So, you know, I don't really need to uh, play the DLC for this game, but it's there. So if you want more Horizon, I I feel quite content with my 50 hours. You can easily crack well over 60 hours if you want to get all the collectibles, you want to beat every Machine Strike player, you want to do New Game Plus, they offer up a New Game Plus for you at the end of it, and yeah, they do a good job at, at the end of the game, I beat the main quest, and it just lets you continue going, there's no worry about that, it just lets you, it's like if you didn't finish anything, you can finish it at the end game, so there's that, but yeah, the game is huge, and I definitely got burnt out with it, like midway through, but once I looked at that trophy list, I got a new fucking new uh motivation burning underneath me wanting to get that platinum so uh it definitely earned some more marks i was um maybe a little lower on the game i was definitely up and down with it i was definitely fishing in and around from that eight to nine i don't know where it was going to land so with that being said let's score this thing and we'll go over the overall cons and pros of this game just really quickly uh the things that i didn't like was that it definitely took me a while to get the feel for all the new controls and all the new enemies to fight. So it definitely takes a little bit to get into. But once you get into that combat, man, it is superb. Uh, like the traversal could be annoying. Like I said, I was getting caught on what felt like everything. Climbing sucks and it's slow. And sometimes Aloy can be really slow herself, especially when she's getting walloped over and over again by machines. I just want her to get up faster sometimes. And I've already talked about the climbing and platform sections, the cauldrons, any anything that had to do with the platforming and climbing. I was just it just isn't any good anymore. Like it's it's very like early Uncharted style, just kind of not a whole lot going on there. So pretty boring. And of course, Aaron sucks ass. That guy needs to go. Oh my goodness! I want a thunder jaw to UFO laser ship that guy's ass because he fucking sucks. And that's about all I have to complain about with that game. In terms of pros, so much to do. It could almost be a negative. There's just so much to do. But thankfully, the game isn't forcing you to do everything. It's just giving you a whole bunch of stuff. Now, some of it is very similar to the other stuff. Like, what the fuck is the difference between a side quest and, a, and an errand and a job? It's all kind of the same thing but there is a lot of shit to do and you got to do it in a beautiful world and it's just one of one of my favorites man I love the prehistoric yet futuristic feel to this game I love it it's got a good story behind it though I liked it more when it was more mysterious and now it's more like all right action we got plan and now we're moving and but it's still a good story with good characters, except for Aaron. Aloy is a fantastic lead character. The villains were okay. I just wish we got to see a little bit more of them. Now, that just might be for the third game. We'll have to wait and see. But I thought the villains in the story was good. Combat is mm, very nice and satisfying. It's heavy. Lots of variety to the combat. You can go stealth. You can go batshit crazy. You can be kind of strategic with it. You can do it in a whole bunch of ways. 
The music and the atmosphere of this game is top notch. I think it's amazing. And that trophy list, man. One of my, I love the trophy list in this game. I, oh man, it's it's a platinum that's worth going after. It, it definitely won't make you hate the game after you finish it. Like last platinum that I did, that really did some damage. I did the, the Demon Souls Platinum, and now I fucking hate Demon Souls. I will never play that game again. This trophy list will not do that to you. So it's got a great trophy list. And what am I scoring this game at then? It's an 8.5 out of 10. And I would say, oh boy, okay, now here's a debate. Is it a lower end 8.5 or a higher end 8.5? Um, after some of my experiences today with some of the frustrating hunting grounds and the cauldrons, I'm going to go on a lower end 8.5 instead of a closer to a 9. I think it's closer to an 8, but I'll give it an 8.5. So it's a great game. One of the better games you're going to find on PlayStation right now. Is it the best Sony franchise that they got on the PlayStation? No, but it's definitely one of my preferred ones. I'm always excited and I'm always going to play the next Horizon game. I cannot wait for the next one. Probably never going to be able to play the VR one because that's just, you know, that's just out of my, just not interested in VR at this moment. I'm going to wait until the technology is a little bit more advanced, but I loved Horizon. I know there's the haters out there, but I mean, I love Horizon. I think it's one of the better open world games it's, it's way better than Assassin's Creed, and it's way more interesting, so there you go. So there is my review, finally, of Horizon Forbidden West. I hope you enjoyed. If you played Horizon already, let me know. What did you think of it? Do you think it's an 8.5, low-end, high-end, 9, 10? What do you think? I don't think this game's a 10. There's no way I can give it a 10 with that shitty platforming and climbing sections, but... This is a fucking awesome game, and if you want a lot of bang for your buck, Horizon's one of the better ones, man. It's got a lot of content to it, and a fantastic trophy list. There's a lot of fun stuff to do, really good-looking game, and hell yeah. Check out Horizon Forbidden West and kill a whole bunch of prehistoric futuristic machines and stuff. And as always, thank you everybody so much for listening. You guys are awesome. We just recently cracked a 2,000 downloads. So yay and all that great stuff. That's awesome. And if you're one of the amazing people that download on the regular, again, thank you so very much. You want to help me out even more, leave a little review. You want to drop a comment, send in a question. I want I want a question. Send it in. I got a Twitter page you can follow. There's uh, Links are all down below. These get uploaded to YouTube if you want to watch them over there on Gamer. GX videos they get uploaded to there great place for you to drop a question or a comment I will uh, if you want it read out live on the podcast I can do just that that would be awesome and hell yeah everybody thank you so much as always for listening go out play some horizon but make sure you play the first game because the first one is I like the first one better overall but uh, the second one is a fantastic sequel so check it out get into some of that horizon we'll be back again with some GX plus cast <laughs>